Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, a fresh product that helps kids keep it clean. We realized that we wanted to make hand washing something that wasn't a chore, but a fun activity for kids. Keeping their hands clean is something that we all want our children to master, but you know, it's actually a big health issue, both here in the United States and also around the world. As often seems to be the case, when I look for young entrepreneurs to bring onto our show, I find tremendous commitment and talent in growing socially conscious ventures. Our next guest, Shubha Masara, is an exact example of what I'm talking about. She's got a new product called SoPen that she's really dying to tell us about. And coming from the Parsons School of Design and being a Ford's age of 30 under 30, there's so many things you could do with your life, Shobam, and, and here you are. So tell me about the soap pen. Soap pen is a soap that kids can draw with, and underwater it lathers and washes off. So it's a fun way to teach kids how to properly wash their hands, because when they draw on their hands, they're really rubbing the drawing and washing their hands for 20 to 40 seconds, rather than, you know, a little squirt and then under the water for one second and out. So the story behind Soapen is my co-founder and I met at the Parsons School of Design and really wanted to enter the social impact sphere, wanted to find something that we were passionate about. Um, we were working in fabrication in New York and she was working as a designer um, and we found online the UNICEF Variables for Good Challenge. Uh, which highlighted a lot of problems that mothers and children around the world were facing, one of which was uh, infectious illnesses being communicated because of lack of hygiene. And we realized about digging deeper that those illnesses could actually be avoided by the simple act of washing hands with soap. Mm. Um, and we don't think much about diarrhea or flus here, but if you if in India or Africa and places like this, when you don't have follow-up care, you actually, kids under five, end up dying because of simple, simple, treatable illnesses like diarrhea or flu. We realized that we wanted to make hand washing something that wasn't a chore, but a fun activity for kids. Um, and wanted to find a way of doing that through our background, which is as product designers. Um, so we came up with Soapen because what kid doesn't like to draw? What kid doesn't like to draw? And by the way, I just want to point out for everybody listening, this is also an issue in the States because so many parents solve this problem with antibiotic wipes, which are harming kids' immunities and ultimately may be creating a bigger health challenge. Exactly. This is a universal thing. Yeah. A universal product, and you brought some examples in the studio. I'm not holding up one against the mic. Isn't it beautiful? But <laughs> but it's it's a really great piece of design. It's very clever. It, 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 refer it shows a lot of product intentionality. But anytime you do a new product, whether it's socially conscious or it's just for consumers, it's hard for a small business to get people aware of it. Is that Has that been the biggest challenge that you've faced? Absolutely. Um, we just launched on Amazon about a month ago and got on Prime, you know, um, a week ago. And it's one of the hardest things is to come up with ways that when it, the ma market is so saturated, how do people come to know of a fun product like Soapen? So uh, we've been pushing marketing efforts and, you know, doing the usual Instagram ad, the Amazon ad, um, but looking for more and more ways to get the word out. Do you think that uh, something like this, where you launch a product or a business because it's something that you personally care about, tell me a bit about how somebody, you're up in New York, Parsons School Design, a gold standard place to learn about design and and product. How did you come to do this when you could have easily just gone to Revlon or someplace and been doing <laughs> cosmetics or a million different things up there in design? Why'd you do this? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I want to say Revlon or any other company is a great place to work. Absolutely. <laughs> so no, no offense to any of those people. But um, what drives us is just having kids be so happy with the product. And why we started with this was because we really wanted to make some change. Um, whether it was small through soapin or larger, you know, in time, whether it saves lives or um, however it happens, but just make some impact through design. And we really feel like good design is goes a long way, um, whether it's simple products like a tongs, a salad, uh, you know, a tosser mm-hmm. or anything that's well designed really can change lives. And we're happy that it took the form of soapan in our cases. You know, I think about the difference between, say, an engineer like Bill Gates and a, somebody like a, a Steve Jobs. You know, do, do you think that entrepreneurs who think from the standpoint of design, are, are your brains just wired differently? I think the biggest part of what my co-founder, Manat, and I, how we think is as problem solvers. So whatever we're looking at, whether it's our own product, whether it's, you know, improving the product 1% every day or anything that we're passing, we're always thinking of ourselves as problem solvers. So I, I think that distinction between just, you know, an everyday person or um, someone who's, uh, I, I think that's the basic difference between a designer and um just your engineer. Just an engineer, yeah. <laughs> I also find that there's another aspect of this, which will tie into YDC. I, I find that really good product people tend to be intensely empathetic. Mm. You know, and so I'm wondering, you're here in D.C., you're up in New York, but you're here in D.C. pursuing this venture. And I meet many young entrepreneurs pursuing social ventures here, a lot of them around product-oriented things. What is it about D.C. that causes people like you to congregate here? So, well, we're here for the Halcyon Incubator, which is an amazing, amazing place for um, social impact entrepreneurs to be in. We work with about eight other companies who are in the same sphere, um, and uh, they're solving different problems as well. So being with them has been amazing because there's such a big impact community in D.C., which you it's really hard to find it anywhere else. And I have to say, in the past, we've been here since September, and the leaps and bounds our business has taken since then has been incredible. Um, we were so stuck and um, really lacking a community um, in New York earlier. I, there is a big community in New York, too, but I think social impact specifically is very, very deep, deeply rooted in D.C. So it sounds to me that when you go off to cocktail parties and people tell you that D.C. is a city of bureaucrats and people who don't care about you, you punch I them disagree. in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> I completely disagree. Uh, it's been incredible. Let me ask you a personal question, if you don't mind. Have yes, you seen children course. using your product and how does that feel? Oh, it's been amazing. One of our uh, best stories has been um, at Reschool in New York, um, where we actually tried soap and with a lot of autistic kids. And, you know, kids... At any point, they just love it, which is what keeps us going. But with autistic kids, it's actually really hard to get them to wash their hands. Um, and uh, teachers were so moved by it because they, in, they they were so open to the idea of basic hygiene, of washing hands, because it's such a fun product. So um, that's been one of the most impactful stories in our journey. And hopefully that's what keeps us going. Well, folks, if you want to help change the world and also keep your own kids clean at home, check out SoPen. Shabam, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you to our sponsor, Tedco. Tedco invests in early stage tech and life science companies. 
It provides resources and connections that companies need to thrive in Maryland. Headco's mission is to discover, invest in, and help build great companies. Learn more at www.headco.md. And a thank you to our sponsor, JLL. JLL is the leading commercial real estate service company within the Washington, D.C. metro area, serving the technology, government contracting, and professional services industries. JLL's strategy-led approach and expert implementation results in cost-effective and flexible real estate solutions that help their clients succeed and grow. Thank you to SpeakerBox Communications. SpeakerBox is your team for meeting the unique demands of the technology sector, crystallizing complex ideas, targeting highly intelligent buyers, and moving at the speed of tech. Since 1997, they've given voice to many of our industry's top thinkers and performers. Check them out at speakerboxpr.com. And thanks to our sponsor, Tandem Product Academy. If you're looking to grow a software technology business and you're past your first five employees or your first half a million dollars in revenue, their free educational program will teach you how to grow your business. Supported by a broad group of our region's leading business organizations and local governments, Tandem Product Academy is free to participants. Learn more at tandeminnovate.com. Thank you for joining us on What's Working in Washington. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan, online writer Barbara Ulrich, music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. See you next time.